Hello, and welcome to this post-apocalyptic episode of the Long Lost Heroes <laughs> podcast. Uh, I'm AJ. I'm Frank. And we are coming at you live from our houses, which are too different. Um, you know, we hope that you guys are uh, handling this as best as you can in these trying times. Um, and we wanted to be a little bit of a, a reprieve, but before we kind of get started, we have to kind of talk about all the things that this is kind of affecting in our world. Um, Frank, uh, yeah. did you ever anticipate uh, a huge pandemic occurring in the beginning months of 2020? No, but, you know, it just seems kind of par for the course at this point. I mean, 2020 has been kind of a shitstorm, and it's just like, okay, sure, the next thing, fine. Um, you know, to me, it's like after watching all post-apocalyptic movies and shows over the past couple of years, it's like always like zombie-related. So, like, I've definitely thought about that as like, okay, what would we do if that happened? And, you know, like, <laughs> but, like, not not this. This is... This is so different than I think anyone could have anticipated. Um, and, like, who would have thunk that podcasts would be the thing to thrive <laughs> during this time? Like, people are putting out episodes like crazy now because, like, what else are you going to do? And, um, well, it, it is the democratized medium, you know? Like, that's yeah. one of the great things about podcasting is that uh, through doing it, um, we've created kind of our own brand new thing. And through this, like it, you know, most of the podcasts you can get are free. You know, a lot of podcasts have a ton of material out. Um, there's no commercials. You know, most podcasts are long form projects. They're not necessarily, mm -hmm. you know, short. So I think this is a perfect thing to dive into during these times. You know, I think it's uh, totally scary out there. Yeah. Um, okay. So let's talk about like a few things about hope. Like I think, you know, it's easy to get a, a little bit afraid. You know, there's a lot of things that have happened. But the reality is, if we wash our hands and stay away from each other for a while, uh, we can probably beat this thing. Yeah, I mean, that's that's what they're saying, right? And, like, I think the hard thing to say is, like, how long and how long to, pre to prepare and to, to stock up for and everything. And, you know, it's like us in the cities, like, we don't have like nearly as much space as like our parents do and like you know i hear them going to costco and like stocking up and have like two freezers full of stuff and like that's a whole different scenario we're just like all right we got what we got but yeah i mean staying inside is certainly not something that i find to be that difficult <laughs> but i'm sure. also that's kind of like where i get my energy anyway and so it's like okay i'm gonna spend this day sitting on the couch watching a show or a movie and then like only going outside to walk the dog sounds great <laughs> yeah I, I, um, I don't know i think to me like i am a homebody but i like the option of going out that makes being at home so much more satisfying <laughs> sure you know so like to be stuck inside is not my most optimal way to be here but i'm i'm definitely okay with it you know i think it's affected me Personally, today was, like, my first day I had, like, a real, like, breakdown where I was, like, really mm. upset. Um, but I think, ultimately, uh, I watched enough things to feel a little bit more optimistic and that okay. the way that this is going, like, it's not as bad as I think, you know, Ebola or something crazy could be. Like, Ebola in three days, your insides turned to liquid shit. Like, this is a whole <laughs> other thing, you know? Like, so... Yeah cold yeah. if you have pre-existing conditions you're gonna be you know be careful you know socially distance i mean 
we were socially distancing ourselves for years, you know? So I don't think we're really that, you know, too far right. off. Well, and I think you, you, you mentioned it, though, that, like, it's, okay, well, this is really, what, a week plus in? It's, like, just, yeah. just over a week of all of us really doing this. Um, and so, like, the beauty is we, we are literally re- recording ourselves, and in, like, a couple months from now, we can go back and listen and be like, man, remember when we were so optimistic? Yeah, I guess <laughs> and so. like I was like Frank's like yeah I love sitting on the couch I'm like a couple months from now so stir crazy that it's like I just want to go outside and go to a restaurant like that's like the things that's like the simple stuff that I feel like we'll miss more and obviously like seeing friends and family because like you can only do so much like hangouts and FaceTime and and calling people and stuff like that before you you really feel like distanced and and it, you know I think other people are taking it harder than others so. Um, but, uh, you know, the other thing is like, you know, we, we can do this from our, our, our homes and, you know, we've always been mostly recording podcasts, uh, independently and only sometimes do we record together, but, you know, other things like TV and, and, and movie productions are like completely at a standstill. That's really why we have to talk today. You know, like it just seems like. This is really hit home kind of, you know, in a couple of different ways, you know, things that we want to see put in that theater require groups of people being around each other to make said thing. They can't mm-hmm. be around each other to make said thing. And then it, it's also how vast that extends itself by virtue into other parts of other stuff. So restaurants that absorb people who go out to dinner. So, you know, parking lots and different places all are you know are kind of like fucked up but let's talk about these movies that we were all kind of looking forward to seeing Mm -hmm. uh i guess they were going to be pretty good uh so i think the most craziest one that uh you know we're going to talk about first is uh the how fast and the furious got pushed back an entire year that seems like a crazy one. yeah a whole year is kind of well well it's twofold so i mean it's a universal picture right sure so they they the first thing they do did was push this movie back a year and then they went and said like a, a lot of their other movies that they were going to release online right well they did release invisible man so i'm excited to watch that yeah and and so like maybe and i know that was out in theaters and i think there was like are they also trolls or is that a different company i think they're also i think that's dreamworks which is by virtue through universal in some yeah, way yeah so like that's another one that was getting released and, and so like i can understand like a kid's movie wanting to get it out to the kids because they're stuck at home too um but yeah i mean an entire year for fast and furious seems like i don't it, it makes me wonder like was the movie done <laughs> like right. it was supposed to be coming out in a couple of weeks and like, <laughs> <laughs> like what? do you think they they're were... like oh no 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 <laughs> we gotta fix but, this shit but the other thing is like even if it wasn't done like they wouldn't be able to be working on it right now unless it's like post-production stuff. Right. But even that people on set to make the thingies go and, you know, guys driving the cars and all that shit. Like, it just seems like crazy. Yeah. Okay. What's next? Mulan. Did we give a shit about Mulan? Mulan is like this crazy movie that has all this crazy Michigas around it that like, I know Shayna is still like excited to see. What do you think about Mulan's? Um, yeah, Megan is really excited to see too. I think, I think Mulan, the uh, the animated one, was like just outside. Like I think that for us when we were kids, 
that was like just when it wasn't cool for boys to like Disney movies anymore. You know what I mean? Right. It was like, oh yeah, move on. I saw it, and it's like, like, but like other like girls our age are like, yeah, it's such a great movie, and like, <laughs> I'm like, I gotta rewatch it. I don't really remember it, and maybe it also. Well, I mean, so many Disney movies are like centered around female characters, so I don't know. I think it was just like we were on to like Power Rangers and sure. other like you know cool like Batman. When did Mulan and, like, come other out? Animated things. When you know? did Mulan come out? I don't know, like mid to late nineties. Like it's it was definitely after like Aladdin and Lion King and um I don't know. So, but I mean, I think this one to me looked pretty 1998. good 1998 yeah see like that's that's 1998 is a golden year for our generation <laughs> uh will smith um what else is pokemon cards pokemon came cards. out and and the game and like game boy so, like n64 was going crazy at that time um that was like an amazing year for the yankees like there was so many other things distracting us from mulan <laughs> yeah sorry mulan we did not check you out um this new movie the character who the actress who plays Mulan the character the, the yeah. actress uh she is a Chinese lady and she was like taking the side of the Chinese government oh. and like gotten this whole thing I don't know Mulan I like you know what I'm happy for Mulan I'm sure we'll see Mulan it definitely justifies the live action the most right absolutely that was what I was gonna say like I still haven't watched Lion King or Aladdin and um probably will during this whole thing but I, oh, t- to me, like, the, the live-action animals are, are just something I can't really get behind. But, like, Mulan totally works. So I'll, I'll see it, but I'm not, like, rushing out to see it. Sure. So if they put it on Disney Plus instead or, you know, come sooner, mm. great. But yeah. um, there are a bunch of movies that they didn't really date, though. That everything is kind of, like, indefinitely postponed. So um, poor X-Men New Mutants. Um, yeah, this movie has just been – it's just cursed, man. It, it really is. I think they like there was a talk a long time ago, like, oh, maybe they'll just put it out on Hulu. Like, they should just do that now. Just do it. It's been so long. The, the right. ca- none of the people who are in this movie look the way they were <laughs> in this movie. Maisie Williams is a full-on adult now. I'm mad. What the fuck? <laughs> okay, yeah. I'm uh, down for them to put this movie out on VOD. Now that we're all stuck inside for forever, this should be like a big... They should make a cool thing out of it. Hey, we're going to do this. And, like, that would be great. And, like, have them all watch along. And you could do that thing they did with the guy who plays the new Chewbacca. Yeah, uh, totally. Okay. Black Widow got postponed. This is a bummer, but push this back in the middle of July, in the middle of the summer. There is enough of a break to people are going out again. I could see in the summertime, especially around the 4th of July, after that Marvel wanting to have or Disney wanting to have something cool to put out in the movies if people are going to go back out in the movie theaters. Yeah. And I think this is a good one. Like, um, you know, the reason why a lot of these uh, uh, companies are not just releasing them on demand is because they would lose so much money. Like, you know, they want to be able to put it out into the theaters and make that. And we can talk about another one that hasn't gotten delayed yet. But um, I think this Black Widow in terms of the MCU is actually like a really great one to, to be delayed because it's not really tied to the timeline anymore. You know, it's, it's already a prequel. It's like said in between civil war and infinity war. So, uh, you know, I, I, I can't see it getting 
bumped past any movie, but I don't yeah. think it's going to really shake things up too much. Um, and, and I read something uh, yesterday that's like, if James Gunn didn't get fired, uh, we could have been having Guardians 3 this summer. Yeah, and that could have been uh, yeah sure. And that would have been like... Right, but all those... But let's talk about this. All of the MCU Thor 4 and for Guardians 3 is now totally... So... Right. So the question will be, will will there be a domino effect of, you know, if something's supposed to be releasing in November of this year or May of next year, will it get significantly delayed because production got delayed? I mean, I would think so, right? Um, so, I mean, at least something like Black Widow, it sucks because it's like it's done, it's ready, it's like almost here. It's been a long time since we've had an MCU movie, but... The movie cut at this point. They know, oh, totally. It, you know, they're doing what they're going to do. They were about to ramp up their fucking promotion, yeah. I'm sure. Um, and so, like, counterpoint, uh, the, the one I was going to talk about was Wonder Woman. They haven't come out and um, pushed that yet because that's, like, right at the beginning of June. And Yeah, because Warner Brothers people, people. And it's, like, <laughs> unfortunate that, like, fucking Steve Mnuchin is, like, he used to love Batman. And, like, he's out there, you know, these guys, are, I think, will probably try to date. Again, this is something they should delay and say we're gonna try to release it in july and we'll see what happens you know like you, you know we don't know um um so yeah i mean i i think wonder woman um yeah maybe it'll get pushed maybe it won't but you know for when there was a rumor of it going straight to vod i think it's way too big of a movie to do that i, I they wouldn't want to lose they're counting money. on a hundred million dollar opening weekend yeah yeah and they wouldn't get that otherwise so no um okay uh, let's talk about really, you know, the big, one. uh, Mr. Bond, uh, and his beautiful Billie Eilish song are now delayed till next November, which or is this, a this November. Move. This yeah. November. Okay. This November, which is a big fucking moves con- considering all of the marketing that was really, you know, Craig was on fucking SNL. He was uh, like, it, it, they were ready to go. We were re- We were down. And now no bond to what do you think about that? Um, well, I'm, I'm glad that they made the decision before he was on SNL. That way they could kind of talk about it and be like, oh, yeah, my movies got delayed. But, you know, we still want to have a good time. Um, I wonder if it impacted any of the skits that they did. Um, that'd be interesting to, to find out behind the scenes. Um, but, yep, I mean, Bond is released in in the fall. Before. I think Spectre was like a fall release. Um I'm glad it's not too far away. It's still kind of like, yeah, November seems like we should be past this by then. And um, there, I can't remember if there was anything else that big uh, coming out that, around that time. I mean, there. I mean, I think Eternals is is in November maybe, but like, there's no um, no Star Wars movie for sure. Um, I don't think there's a Fantastic Beast movie yet. Um, so like we're that's like a big franchise to move into that slot. And I think while it would have done pretty well um, here in April, um, you know, it, it would have the the competition of the rest of the summer movies that it, by you know mid May it's out. <laughs> so um, here I think it's going to have a little bit more time to to breathe. But it also especially because it's daniel craig's last movie and maybe they'll 
be able to really ramp up behind that. I hope so. I uh, I feel bad for him, man. I lo- I love him, and I and I'm you know this sparked a larger discussion for us, you know, about you know kind of uh, James Bond at large, you know, like yeah. this is kind of a cool you know phase, definitely a big you know inspiring franchise for us, uh, and we figure you know since there's uh, just good number of fucking Bond movies to watch. We're going to go through and watch all the Bond movies and talk about them here. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think it's funny that the entire time of our podcast, <laughs> we have not covered a Bond movie. Just be, like, I think Spectre came out right before we started. Yeah. And, you know, there was the questions of whether he was going to come back or not. And then there was, wasn't there like a deal that expired that, you know, with the distribution and everything. So I, I think that's why it, went from i think 2016 to 2020 um is the gap of between the two movies so it's like it's a long time and i what casino royale was uh 2006 i think yeah he's been bond for a long time it's a that's a long time i mean like looking at some of the other guys like yeah maybe this is what the fifth one like but damn um i mean it's it's interesting because i think he um he obviously he really changed what Bond is, um, and it makes me wonder what they're gonna do next. Um, but I, we're, we're I think at least three years out from from knowing what that would be. Yeah, I think he's definitely like I really like Daniel Craig. It was very cool to grow up with him as a, in the later half of you know you know adolescence with him to say like oh shit this is like the new modern aesthetic this is the new. Mm-hmm. James Bond for the 21st century beyond, you know, the Cold War and, you know, into the internet and tech. And I think he's, he's fucking great. Uh, and I really love uh, Skyfall. I think that's yeah, definitely same. my favorite yeah. Craig movie. Mm-hmm. And I think now, uh, you know, it's a cool time to go back and look back at what makes Bond will in the first place. And, uh, you know, we're lucky. You know, Bond is like the longest running cinematic universe for sure they do you know connect in some subtle ways we even saw that with first entry uh what did you think i mean growing up did you watch a lot of the bond films frank i did um i i mean there's definitely some that i haven't seen still but i've always had this running list of like okay i want to make sure like i think all the pierce brosnan ones i saw either in theaters or like on like blockbuster like as soon as it came out like and so watching those um definitely got me interested i mean i I remember like going back and watching the originals and and renting those and uh like the sean connery ones um like live and let die that's a great one um just i mean the music alone (laughs) Um, yeah so yeah it's always been something that i've wanted to like accomplish and watch all of and i have the box set and like i've just watched enough bits and pieces here and there and started and stopped a couple of times. I was just like, this is a great time to do it. And I'm really excited about it. Um, I think it's going to be a really cool journey through history for us. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and so basically explaining the project a little bit more, like we're not just going to go, all right, let's watch every single bond and talk about every single bond because correct. We're not going to do that because that, that's could not get coming. boring. 
Uh, Indeed. There's another Sean Connery topless scene and uh, three movies in a row now. Here we go. Uh, no, but it, yeah, exactly. So we're going to try to um, compare and contrast to some of the other um, cinematic classics of each era as we go through them. Um, and, you know, basically with, with focus on the male archetype um, that we have like gotten to know over the past yeah. half a century. Yeah, so, and with that, some of the spoofs that have also come out of it. Exactly. Um, so, uh, yeah, so the, the way we're starting the project, we're, we're, we're actually starting with the Pierce Brosnan era. Um, we, we thought that was kind of low-hanging fruit that um, it's been a while since we've revisited. Um, it's also all on Netflix, available streaming right now. Exactly. And so anybody that's following along, if you want to join us, um, that is, like, a great way for you to start. Those movies are available um, if you want to revisit them, um, and then from there we're just gonna we're gonna go by the actor, um, and so we're not necessarily tied to like, okay, we need to go in chronological order because it's not like the MCU, it's not like Star Wars, it, right? It, you can um, jump around a little bit, right? So we hope that you guys will join us on this new uh, mini series event <laughs> as we uh, embark on this new thing. Um, you know, new old thing, you know, I think it's going to be uh, a different um, but fun version of something we all love. Uh, yeah, to take place of like, in the absence really of new movies coming out and a lot of movie news coming out yeah. and um, a, a TV show that we could cover together. Like, we, we were trying to th- come up with a, a good plan for this spring anyway, and now we have this like, all right, we're all home, let's just watch through everything and um we're gonna be we would be watching movies and shows anyway so exactly this is the perfect uh the perfect thing for us so um just teasing a couple of other things that we would go along with this like we we will probably tackle some of the superhero films from the 80s and 90s and early 2000s um indiana jones um and uh we can't talk about james bond without austin powers so you can't. I mean, effectively, Craig said that they had to rebuild James Bond after Austin Powers because yep. James Bond is inherently very silly. Uh, you know, <laughs> w- but we want to talk about, you know, kind of what makes these guys good, what what movies in- inspired these other films and kind of where we, uh, you know, are now. Um, I think uh, there's oh, man, this is a really nice little setup we have here. I think you'll enjoy uh, taking this journey with us. Um, and if you have any questions along the way, please feel free to, to ask and, uh, you know, join us for the ride. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, everybody, you know, stay at home, stay safe, stay clean. Yeah, do not go, don't go outside, don't talk to people, you know, you don't have to go to any, you know, park and be with people at the park. You know, you can go, you can, you know, go early in the morning um, you know, you can find different times off hours to go to the store, uh, you know, stay, stay out, you know, stay out there, you know, also I don't, they, the masks, I don't know how I feel about the masks. Frankie, do you have any masks? No, no masks. Zero masks in your house. Zero masks. Um, okay. I, I mean, I, I was, the only thing I've started to consider is maybe gloves. Uh, but also I, I feel like I've gotten, I, I've said this before, like, because I have a dog, um, any time that I would come in 
um, from a walk with him, I would immediately go wash my hands with soap and water. So it was just like a habit that I already built up because I'm like, oh, I just grabbed your poop. I don't really want to just like touch my face after this. So it's like, that's kind of a, a thing that I was used to doing anyway. And so now it's like literally every time I go outside and come back in. Um, so it's hard and it's like, okay, how many times I'm going to, I'm going to wipe down my phone. I'm going to wipe down the keys. It's, it's just a new process. Um, but I feel pretty good about it. I think the hard thing is like, you know, inevitably when we have to go to the store and get some supplies, it's like, okay, we got to be smart and, you know, steer clear of people as much as possible. And I don't know, but like, maybe it could become like socially acceptable for us all to wear like cool helmets or masks all the time, you mm. know? Yeah, yeah. Did you see? <laughs> did you see uh, Miguel Andujar's uh, balaclava or what? He, whatever it's no. called. No. Yeah. No. So he, he, he. That's another thing. There's no sports right now, and there won't be for a long time. Nope. No sportos. Um. You know, we were. We have tickets for the Yankees, of course, and so we have no idea what's happening there. Oh God. Um, but AJ, you work from home traditionally anyway with with the exception of going uh to some trade shows and conferences so like this all of my trade shows have been canceled though i'm supposed to be i'm on the road uh this week i'm supposed to be on the road last week yeah everything's canceled yeah i i mean it's crazy my my the nature of my business the the organization i work for is for for performing arts so all that's not happening so i'm kind of like all right well working from home but i i feel like at a certain point it's just going to slow down to you know just the bare minimum work that you got to do i don't know um so that's that yeah i think well working from home is a challenge i think you know a couple tips i can give on working from home number one don't number two what else (laughs) you should do you should um uh don't uh you know give up on routines routines are very important so if you're the kind of person who has coffee and uh, sits down at your desk and then you get to work, do that at home. So just you start earlier. I would definitely suggest not wasting the time that you would be commuting um, to be working because it will help you to embark on the day a little bit quicker. So by the virtue of getting up and moving around and uh, you know going through your, your procedures, you'll accomplish more. And uh, to, it's okay to take breaks. You know, working from home is not always going to be just, you know, one, you know, eight-hour block of you sitting at your, you know, k- kitchen table and working. Like, that's just not realistic. Yeah. Uh, but just be mindful of what you can do. You know, use the telecommuting software is, you know, really working out very nicely. I'm, I'm hoping, you know, everyone's using Zoom and Google Hangouts. I've been using GoToMeeting for years, you know. I, I know how to do this stuff. We've been Skyping for three years on the podcast yeah so yeah it's it's totally doable i agree i'm like a weekend um it's like it's really nice to be like okay 5 30 6 o'clock hey i'm done i'm gonna go take my dog for a walk and it's like okay i'm like i didn't have to uh commute or anything and not that i ever had a long one anyway but like it's just nice to have that break and, and really try to disconnect uh, at a good time so you can still have your evenings not feel like you're plugged in constantly um and you know to all the executives and supervisors out there try to be respectful of your your staff and understand that their the situation's very different so anyway um i think that kind of covers it right 
Yep, we can now uh, sign off for this COVID-19 special update podcast from the Long Lost Heroes. Not. All right, everybody. Well, thanks again for tuning in. We are the Long Lost Heroes podcast. You can subscribe to us on iTunes and Google Play and Stitcher. Actually, we have a recent review on on our uh, iTunes account that I would love to shout out. Thank you. Yes, it was a very nice review. Uh, Riff Off the Cliff. Um, Riff Off the Cliff uh, wrote us a really nice five-star review uh, back in January, and we, we missed it when we last covered um, uh, Birds of Prey. So um, we appreciate you, uh, you know, giving us a positive review. Uh, everything that you said was really nice, um, and we will take your suggestion to heart to have um, more guests. Uh, an idiot guy <laughs> to have more guests to, to slow us down because sometimes we talk incredibly really fast, in the weeds yeah, and people it'll go over their heads. So uh, thanks again for for uh, writing us. Um, you anyone else, please leave us a rating and review. That would be much appreciated. Um, otherwise, uh, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at LLH Podcast. Um, online at www.longlostheroes.net. You can email us at info at longlostheroes.net. Uh, I think that's it. I'm a little rusty. Anybody, anything else, buddy? <laughs> no, I think we're good, man. Um, uh, yeah, stay tuned and have a safe... Yeah, stay tuned for all of our Bond-related content coming up soon. Coming up soon. All right. Thanks, everybody. Stay safe. Bye.